Hey everyone, this is Trauma Drama, and we are your hosts, Kaylee and Nick, and this is where we discuss surviving adulthood. We can probably agree that we're all pretty fucked up and that it affects us every day, whether we know it or not. I used to think that wasn't me, but if you come from a family, live in our society, go to school, experience love, sex, and friendships, then you're in the right place. Kay and I are going to break down everyday life and problems that come from managing your drama post-trauma. Let's fucking do it. What is up, everybody? This is Trauma Drama. That is Nick, and I am Kaylee. Um, It unfortunately is the nighttime for me, and it is almost time for bed. But we're here, another episode, another exciting episode. Tell us what we got, Nick. Yeah, I'm wide awake. Uh, On today's episode (laughs) of Trauma Drama, we are going to start with a trauma or drama brought to you by Mm -hmm. Kaylee today. Yours truly. Oh, yeah. And then our main topic today is going to be red flags and deal breakers. So dealing with mainly your sexual relationships, whether mm-hmm. it be boyfriends, girlfriends, etc. And we might talk about normal relationships. I'm not really sure. We don't have too much structure today. And then yeah. finishing up with our surprise topic, which is going to be celebrate versus cope. Again, brought to you Ooh. by Kaylee. So I have no idea what that is. So. <laughs> <laughs> I told Nick, don't worry about it. Like, just wait. It's going to be exciting. You're going to either love it or hate it. Whatever. I love, I love being educated. So. Yeah. Um, but my trauma or drama today... <laughs> like Nick said, brought to you by yours truly, (laughs) is about a terrifyingly chilling conversation with a grandparent. So I don't know how many of you that are listening have had really awkward, really cringy, really strange conversations with grandparents. Um, What generation do you think our grandparents are in? Are they... Boomers? Boomers? Boomers, Boomers? I think. Boomers? Maybe. I'm not sure. I think they might be too young to be doing And are are we mil- we're Gen Z or millennials? I, can't, I don't, I don't yeah. even want to talk about this. Okay. It's, okay. I'm so I confused. D- I don't know what I am. <laughs> Moving on. I wanted to say something like Who the do clash I belong to? Of these two generations. <laughs> well, they're but I'll definitely, just say that. The clash of two clash. generations. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Moving on. So my my really wonderful eighty five year old Aunt Penny calls me and is looking for my mom. A classic call I get very often of people searching for my mother. And Penny and I talk for a while and she's like, how's Bobby? Which is my my grandpa's name. I call my grandpa Papa. And so I was like, you mean my Papa, Aunt Penny? He's fine, I think. I haven't talked to him in a while. I was supposed to go visit, but we haven't really talked since. Um, And I was like, I'm feeling bold. Let me call my papa. So yeah. my papa and and Cindy, who is my papa's second wife, mm-hmm. they were who I lived with when I moved out of my house when I was 17 when my mom overdosed. Gotcha. Um, so they don't have a relationship with anybody on my papa's side of the family except for me. Okay. Don't have a relationship with my sister. Don't have one with my mom. Don't have one with my dad. Don't have any anything. like Basically just you. Just me. Okay. Yep. I am yet again the golden child. Yeah, it's um, a ton of pressure. So, Continue. So they put me on like a pedestal in the most toxic way. Like I have to make sure I watch what I eat when I'm there. I have to make oh, sure gotcha. that I, you know, I'm not doing something that they don't approve of or that isn't like don't up to show their up with standards. acne or something. Oh, God forbid I had acne. Yeah. You I mean, my grandma. puberty grand- at 25? My fucking, my, my papa's wife, Cindy, used to give me B12 shots in the butt. Oh, when I lived there. Are those steroids? B12 is a vitamin. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> well, aren't they rich? Because I know a lot of rich people take yeah. steroids. Yeah, so. and w- just give me a vitamin. Why in yeah. a liquid? Anyway, mm. 
talk about trauma or drama. Make sure you didn't hide what? it under your tongue. <laughs> Spit it out. Now I take now I take B twelve all the time because it's like it's good for you. <laughs> moving on, moving on. So, um, so they we... helped you actually. That's what I'm. Hearing. <laughs> so I call my papa and he answers the phone. Well, hello. I uh, can't believe it. When's Who... the last time you talked to him? Probably early September, and I was gonna. This I was September. About, yeah. It's barely a month ago. Literally, and he was like, "You were supposed to come and visit, and you never called us, and we didn't see you." And I was like, "Hey, Papa, nice <laughs> to hear. Like, yeah. I I called you, you know." And he's like, "God damn it!" And that Joe Biden, you're like, "Hold on, Papa." I, mean, I was like, hi, I, <laughs> "Don't talk to me." Yeah, and then we talk, and it's like weird and fine. And then towards the end of the conversation, he's like, "And you know what, Kaylee? I just have to say." What are you doing getting all of those tattoos? They are so <laughs> ugly. Oh my god. They are so ugly on your body. How That's are you so ever going to wear How are you ever going to wear a dress ever again? Like nobody's ever going to like you or like want to date you. And I'm like, Facts. "Papa, Nick." <laughs> <laughs> and I I literally said to him, I said, "Papa, I am 26 years old. You can't tell me what to do with my body, and if you'd like to still be in my life, you won't continue to comment on it." Oh, Thank wow. you. Job. And he was like, wah, 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 wah. I can tell you whatever I want. And I'm like, okay, Papa, love you. Have a good uh, night. Like, bummer. see you for Christmas. Yeah. See, if that was me, I'd be like, but, oh, man, we lost another one tonight. <laughs> Hang up. Never going to see him again. <laughs> like, I, and my Papa is 73, um, but is extremely wealthy, is very, like, conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, they aren't necessarily religious, but they are, like, um, corporate conservative is what i would say oh okay that's so, good good clarifying yes whatever that was, that was <laughs> well because i literally was like yeah they, they especially don't want you to have tattoos they probably right. i literally was going down the religious route and then you corrected me so that was yeah um so they're corporate conservative and it so it's all about money it's all about presentation it's all about the way that i look the way that i act Absolutely. um how to make a good wife for your husband uh, who's gonna how be i would make a Yes. Little do they know how queer I am. They have no yeah. idea. Um, but so what do you think? Is that trauma or drama on my papa's part, on my part? Trauma all the way through. No drama here. <laughs> that was that was bad. Thanks, Nick. It's really, really validating. You really stood up for yourself. I'm actually Thank you. Uh, shocked, impressed. Yes. Good job. I had a gr- Thank you so much for saying that. I had a great conversation with my therapist um, on Wednesday about how strange it is when I like selectively stand up for myself, there's no rhyme or reason. That is weird. Like, yeah. There's no rhyme or reason as to when I do it or how I feel when I do it. But when I do, it is like the wrath. Yeah. Of me. That's cool. I wonder. Um, yeah. No, because when you do, it is a lot. Yeah. And, but it's also the company you're with. I've noticed like at the mm. bars when you're with a cousin who won't be named Aaron, who <laughs> will just like throw gasoline on you when you're pissed off. Like yep. the one chick who insulted yep. your bangs. Yeah, never forget. No, fuck that girl. Oh. Everything was fine until Aaron was like, and then I had to start to like swinging. What the fuck right? That about? And you're like, no, it's fine. And she's like, no, fuck that. You're like, you know what? You're right. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, never oh forget. shit. Never forget. Never forget. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yes, that no, cool. it is absolutely trauma, all the way through. Um, but I think, yeah, sometimes I just pick when I'm gonna be my most confident self and. My therapist and I talked about it and we like, 
it was really cool because we illustrated like where the power comes from, where I feel it in my body and like came up with a silly sort of illustration. And the illustration is like a little gemstone that like sits on my chest. Like I'm a super Yeah. And so she would tell me, she's like, how do you charge up your gemstone? Like, how do you wow. know when it's like fully charged and when you can use it? And then my gemstone must've been real charged up because yeah, that is <laughs> laid it on my, laid it on my pop-up. But it was a cool illustration, a cool way to think about how like, power exists within me even though I can't feel it or I don't think it's there. It's always there. Maybe it's just not charged. Yeah. For content purposes only, not for your own mental health, I would love for you mm-hmm. to dig deeper into that and <laughs> share it here why that is because that's so curious. I know. We'll put a pin in that. But moving on to our yeah. main topic. <laughs> main topic for the day with red flags and deal breakers, which I guess, again, mm. this is kind of you brought it to the table. So I'm basically useless yeah. this uh, episode. <laughs> I I just wanted to talk more about like if you're starting a new relationship, if you're in the middle of a relationship, um, where or if you've like, ended you, a relationship, yeah, or if you've ended a relationship and you're reflecting on that relationship, like what are your biggest red flags? And I think I want to know like are red flags deal breakers, and do they live in trauma? Like I, I for an example. Um, I once dated this person in college, um, that I dated for, gosh, what do you think, Nick? Like two and a half years almost? Andrew. Uh Uh-huh, Andrew. (laughs) Yeah, it was a long time. It was before I was even in the picture, I think. Yes. I dated Andrew for a really long time. And, um, God, did he have so many red flags. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot. But you put up with them for so long. I did, and most of his lived in trauma. So, for example, he was someone who experienced a lot of childhood trauma, um, and he had um, what I had thought. I, again, I'm not a clinician. We're not, not doctors. Who knows. We're not doctors. We're not superheroes. We're just. I would compare people. myself more to Jesus. I speak gospel. I don't speak facts. I mean, God, don't we all? <laughs> and so, Andrew, what I thought had undiagnosed OCD. So mm-hmm. he had. Um, some serious compulsions that interrupted not only our relationship, but also interrupted our sex life. So like I had to be a certain amount or like percentage of clean in order for us to engage in sex. Oh yeah. Fuck. I remember that. He used to give himself scabs on his hands. He would wash his Mm. hands so much. Yeah. Soap would dry out his hands. And it wasn't, it wasn't his choice. It wasn't his fault. We're not shaming here, but he would. Absolutely not. His moisturizer was hand sanitizer, which would actually dehydrate him Mm -hmm. more. It was really, Again, I'm not poking fun. Um, It is It's devastating. It's funny. No, Nick, it is devastating. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I would never say this to his face. I would (laughs) And what I want to say is that the red flag was never like his mental health for me. The red flag was his inability to take accountability for healing and his inability to seek help, support, growth, um, and anything like that. And so I think we that's were really on... fair of you to say because that's important. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's kind of like we how were... do you set boundaries? How do you be with yeah. someone who's yeah? Like I was fucked up when I was start when I first started dating Kayla mm-hmm. too. Like I mm-hmm. was toxic as shit, but I yeah. put in the work. And shout out to Kayla's mom who spoke on my behalf and was like, "Hey, mm. like." You know, she's someone who's like been through it and relationship wise. And she was like, you're not going to find many men who are working on themselves at this age, Kayla. So she kind of, she had my back, which probably the main reason why we got back together. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because I think for, I guess maybe that's something that we can talk about is like, is a red flag something that like you value, right? So like you and I value 
mental health. We value mm-hmm. trauma recovery. We value all of these things. And if someone isn't aligning with your values or isn't aligning with what you believe in, is that a red flag? Or are there uh, other like overt sorts of like, they're a cheater or they're yeah. a liar? I think those are like staple society red flags, right? Those are mm-hmm. ones like, hey, this is this is bad in relationship. Cheating, lying, stealing. Like, yeah, the, like what is what are those called religiously? The um, horse commandments. <laughs> the Ten Commandments on the tablet from Mo- from Moses. <laughs> yes. Fuck. The the commandments, right? What did I, what did to, I to say? Not the horsemen. Oh. Well, you just, you were starting. You said one, two, three. There's four. You almost. But said I said n- no. I, but I said lying, stealing, cheating. No, this Aren't is hundred percent on you. We have to move no, forward. Yeah, we're, you're right. No, you're right. No, there is. Uh, no, you missed. Uh, if you said eye for an eye, I would have said Ten Commandments. Not really sure why you left out the most. That's like the most known one. That's crazy. I've never heard that in my life. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I thought, oh no, oh, yeah, I wanted to start this one off because you just asked okay. me like what my okay. red flags are. I'm going to start off with a, some advice my dad gave me because I, lo- I love okay. my dad's advice to, to younger Nick. No, oh, God. He, he said every woman's got their own shit, but if you can't stand some of it, you're not going to be able to be near her in 30 years. So just, mm. just pay attention to the, what bugs you now. If it bugs mm. you now, it's just going to get worse. And I was like, wow, all right, I guess I'm never getting married. So <laughs> everybody's got shit. But I understand. I understand what he was what he was saying. No, I and I, I think that makes a lot of sense of like like humans are not going to love every single part of each other. Like there's no way that we I think that's could. I think that's very forward of you for saying because I think if you oh. ask a romantic who's waiting for that true love, everything's mm. supposed to work out, right? There's not we're perfect for each other. We don't fight. Good point, Nick. Good yeah. point. So. Especially the way things are like depicted right now on social media. Like whenever I see couples that I admire on social media, I'm like, they don't have, they don't fight ever. They must be yeah. so in love. They must have sex every day. Oh my god, yeah, I fucking <sighs> hate social media sometimes. <laughs> but um, okay, so then is one of your red flags when you can't stand a part of someone? Is that what you're saying? No, that was just something that got. The first thing I thought about when we started talking about this topic was like, well, what would okay. my dad say? Oh, jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> no, like a red flag for me, I think you really said it well, like is mm. there are staples of like, um, if there's anything in the realm of betrayal or under the betrayal umbrella, mm. like, okay, um, money is one for me. Like if you're hiding money. Like that, of course it is. Yeah. I mean, but that's also like a big red flag for marriages. Yeah. Like if you start to hide money, are you preparing for a divorce? Mm. Because I fight the urge to hide money every day. Like, cause Are you I am preparing for a divorce. I, I naturally want to, cause I, Whoa. that's how I prepare for my whole life. But your little if, protective trauma brain. Yeah. yeah yep, it's yep. like, do it, Nick, do it. And yep. I had a chance when I was working for the fire department, actually, they had a hidden bank account that they had set up and they were like, we've had guys go through divorces and walk away with a lot more money than they would have if their wife knew about it. And it comes out before you're taxed. So you do have to pay the taxes if you withdraw all the money, but yeah. Crazy setup. Whoa. Like we had some people sit down with us and be like, uh, like honestly, like, okay, there's no women in this t- at this table. Like, Oh my God. No, I swear. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's a, crazy. It's an old man's club. Oh, Jesus. I had a lot of fun. <sighs> of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> I keep getting off track. Yes. Tell me one red flag. I just money. have so much good stories. I just, <laughs> um, this is what happens, everybody, when we don't have a structure or I know, a plan. I know. <laughs> I fuck is okay. So I'm married. I don't feel like I can speak of red flags. I've already 
Okay. I, so I did when it. you dated, I, I, no, okay, fuck I'm you. Fucked. So when you, <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, if you're listening, I love you, and your I love you too, baby. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so when you were dating, mm-hmm. what were the red? Did you did you like ever see any red flags? I was, or did you I was date drugged someone and say, one time, so I would count that as a okay. red flag. Um, I agree. She wanted me to be truthful because I was um, not being truthful. Uh, so, so crime. Yeah, crime that I I probably deserved. No hard feelings. Um, oh my god. But Nobody you ever deserves just asked, to be drugged, Nick. You, you probably could have just asked me. I would have maybe told you the truth. Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, no, that was a red flag. Uh, if I don't feel like I could trust them around my friends. Mm. So, like, I don't want to say, like, a slutty person because that's, like, a... We I don't, don't use that word yeah, unless... Uh-huh. Unless what? Unless, like, if I use the word slut, then I'm comfortable using it for myself. But you shouldn't call other women slut. Yeah, no, no. That's... I'm trying to think of, like... A different Promiscuous? Word. I don't even know what that means. So, <laughs> a girl that, but if a girl sleeps around, that's only that's bad. That's promiscuous. But isn't that only bad because society says it's bad? It's not really. Yeah. Well done, right? Nick. Thank yes. you. So, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, wow. It would be a little bit more stressful if I had a girl who I know slept with everybody because mm. she wanted to. Like, if, oh, yeah. like, how do I trust you around my friends if, if sex is more important to you than loyalty, I guess would be. Sounds like a conversation you know. to have with your friends, but. Right, yeah, Ooh, yeah, different. You guys surround yourself with different. But I'm just saying, like, for an example, like, yeah. you know, if you go up and grab my dude's cock, like, ah, oh, man, how am I supposed to be mad at them? <laughs> Nick, you are out of control. You and I, I are in a fight. I told you. I'm, I'm going to take over and talk about some of my red flags. Hey, you, <laughs> you asked a married man what his red flags are. I don't have any. <laughs> oh, no, I'll think of some as you as you talk. Okay, so... When I think about red flags, especially when dating somebody, um, something that I need in a relationship is like vulnerability. And so if somebody isn't willing to share or be vulnerable or have like emotional conversations, I consider that to be a red flag, not because there's anything wrong with that, but because I need a certain degree of emotional connectedness and emotional maturity in order to like consistently be in a partnership. Absolutely. Yeah, I think other red flags that I have experienced is like obviously clash of worldview. So if somebody doesn't believe in justice, if somebody doesn't believe in equity, if somebody doesn't believe in, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily like consider them political views, but I would consider them like worldviews. Some of them do obviously drain align with politics. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yes. and like my only one night stand ever that I've ever had mm-hmm. still to this day don't know his name nice couldn't tell you anything about him um but all night long I remember him provoking me politically in order to make me like upset huh that's awesome. it worked in bed it worked. I mean pre oh pre sleeping like, oh. together and then it turned you said into you great, were gonna fuck the shit out of him nice turned into great sex yeah nice. um but cared not to know his name, cared not yeah. to continue any sort of relationships with that person. Um, so if you're out there, I still yeah. hate you. Yeah. But. Oh, we hate you. <laughs> I guess red flags for me, I'm going to say like, actually like red flags that I probably had. Okay. Uh, ang- anger issues. Un- un- the, un- mm, the inability to regulate one. emotion would probably <gasps> be a huge red flag if you're, I can- I'm only thinking about it from a woman's point of view, but obviously mm. from a man's point of view, a woman could... Yeah. Be unable to regulate her emotions. But like men tend to show yeah. it by hitting stuff, right? So that's probably not yes. good. Yes. Um, being well, emotionally like 
draining on someone because you don't mm-hmm. like feel good enough about yourself. Like mm-hmm. part of the trust issues is because you might not be like confident in your own skin. So you think they're got to go, they're going to pick someone else over you, right? So that's mm. your own stuff, which could be a red flag. Mm. But like you said, if you're not working on it, like, right. Right. like I've done nothing to that's worthy of this distrust. Why are you being distrustful? Mm. Like, why don't you trust me? So. And I want us to remember that because that lives in trauma. So I want us to say that and oh, talk yeah, about that, that was, towards the that end. That was me when I but I start I, stages with Kayla. So yeah, and I want to say too, like the way that I interpret red flags are things in the beginnings of relationships that you're like, oh, I should be looking out for this or like this means something. But then I want to transition into like deal breakers. Like I have had so many oh, I don't fuck with you anymore, sort of, like, moments. Yeah. Um, Can we and talk I for think... just one second of a joke that Bill Burr said? <laughs> sure, Nick. Well, he was like, it's, I'm so, and I, I, I hear him. He's like, I'm so glad I'm married because, like, uh... trying to get a girl at a bar right now is, like, so difficult. But he's like, but my last time when I was single, I was talking to this girl. I'm trying to, we're, we're, I know that night's ending. You know, I'm going to get lucky. But I want to figure oh, out, God. you know, I want to figure out what she likes. So I'm like, hey, you know. What do you like in bed? You like toys? You like it more, you know, rough? You like it more sensual? You know, what's going mm. on? And she, she looks at him. She, I like to get fucked. And he's like, <laughs> oh shit! He starts stretching on stage. Right? He's like, are you ready for this one? <laughs> oh, thank you for that, Nick. Thanks. No, that was perfect. I tied that in amazingly. <laughs> oh God. Um, can we talk about deal breakers? Yeah, yeah, deal breakers. Okay. Early so stage I, deal breakers, because I have later on stages of deal breakers that I had to go through uh, with my wife before I proposed, so we can maybe do like the uh, first. Yeah. Okay. First stages deal breakers. For me, you you lie to me, you're mm-hmm. out. Facts. You cheat on me, you're out. Okay, but if you're just talking. Nope. Like, have emotional you, no, well, affairs. Emotional affairs are real, and I don't tolerate any affairs. Well, no. Have you already had the conversation with this person that we are now we're not seeing other people? Because I don't think that's. I'm not trying to disagree with you. If it's your, mm-hmm. this is this is my line. That's your line. I respect that. I'm just asking mm-hmm. you: Is there room for wiggle for them to be like, "Whoa, I didn't know. I expected you to be talking to other people too. I don't know what this is yet. Why would I?" Uh, for me, no, because I've I am the type of girl that always has that conversation okay. when well, I feel like I need to have that conversation. And I've also been the person who has messed around with other people before I'm ready to commit to mm-hmm. somebody. And like, like I said, I, I, if you agree to be non-monogamous, be non-monogamous. Yeah. If you agree to explore in other ways, like do that. But I Besides think there the has to be the communication. In. It has to be, yeah. Yeah. Besides the throuple you're in, have you ever been talking to more than one guy at the same time? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's okay if they were doing that as well. At that stage. At that stage, yes. But I'm talking like serious, long-term, living together. We haven't talked about non-monogamous. So maybe I fucked up because you were talking about Yeah, you did. That's why I was confused. We're talking like a couple weeks in. I got you, Nick. In the stage Mm -hmm. of you're trying to choose your person, right? So you're you're shopping. You've got a lot on the table. Yeah, I've never really been like a couple weeks in and out kind of gal. I've always been It's all or nothing. Uh, yeah we're that's okay we're in let's <laughs> yeah. do it no i get that um mine maybe that's my red flag <laughs> if everybody is you know you can't see my face i don't am i doing the the teeth showing of the emoji Ooh, shit. <laughs> maybe 
That would be no, a red flag for me, a woman who's just head over heels like, you're the one. It's like, whoa, lady, I've been with you for a week. <laughs> you're right, though. I am the one. Okay, but... let's talk about your red flags, Nick. <laughs> My red flags? Um, <laughs> honestly, drinking. Um, if in the early stages, if you're, like, a drinking more than three nights a week, like, not just, like, mm. have a drink at home, but, like, you're going out, getting, yeah. like, shit-faced more than three nights a week mm. in this stage of our life, I'm a little bit, like, eh, I'm uninterested. It just, it doesn't so, turn me on. Yeah, like, substances or, like, partying. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if you're a stoner, yeah. I don't have an opinion of that because I'm a stoner mm. sometimes, so mm-hmm. all the time now. Again, I wonder, are we coming to this realization that red flags are just a misalignment of values? Mm. Like, is that where you're trying to take this? Because that was no, it's not where I was trying to take it at all. I well, that was really I just good. Am, I'm just brilliant. No, you're fucking smart. Thank you, Nick. Uh. Um, because yeah, of course a stoner wouldn't see another stoner as a red flag. Of course a partier wouldn't see another partier as a red flag. Of course, yeah, it's true. But like, that, yeah, so you would, but they are red flags because that's not someone I'm going to be compatible with. So it's like. Right. There, there is, it is built because I did have some mistrust around substance abuse for some reason. I didn't really have it growing up, which is mm. my counselors and I were, we couldn't really ever figure it out why mm. I was so touchy around that subject. Mm. But for me, that was, that was one of mine. I guess another one would be if you've like, oh, if there's any competition at all, if I do find out you're talking to other guys, I don't have any mm. hard feelings like you do you girl, but I just don't compete. <laughs> I don't compete. I'm sorry. It's good I, I to just, know. It's not. It's not for me. I, I. It's not that I don't want to put in the effort. I know it sounds like I don't want to put in the effort. I don't think it sounds like you don't want to put in the effort. It's. It feels like I'm not. I'm competing with other guys. I don't like that. I'll do it. Mm. I will. I will earn my place in your life. But if I'm having to battle it between other people, that mm. to me sounds exhausting. Hmm. hmm. Like I'll prove myself to you. Like I. I respect that. But I'm not going to prove myself yeah. that I'm better than everybody else. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. We we circled back and talked about red flags again. We didn't talk about deal breakers like we said we were going to. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I got like that's okay. I thought they were the same for some reason. Um, is it too soon <laughs> for me to say <laughs> that a big deal breaker for me that I've learned recently is lack of independence? No. Okay. What do you mean too soon? <laughs> no, <laughs> tell them. It. Tell tell our listeners. Tell them. Um, well, I think that's something that I've learned in my most recent relationship, um, was a big deal breaker for me is when someone is unable to be independent from their childhood or like, I I shouldn't say their childhood from their family, from their parents. Sorry. I I I was confused. My apologies. From their parents, from their family. Um, and it's not necessarily just like financial independence because I mean, we're, a drowning generation anyways financially but um being able to be emotionally independent being able to be like maturity wise independent like if you are still calling your parent or guardian to schedule appointments for you no thank you yeah i agree with that um yeah because i've been doing that since i was 16 even you've sooner. actually like, made some of your your parents doctors appointments yes, i'm sure I, I've, oh absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely um yeah. picked my parents up from doctor's appointments like done done the whole nine but i think yeah lack of is that lack a of major independence. is that a major turnoff for you because uh, it's, it's towards a man because i think coming from a man's perspective if a, wo- a woman might have a little bit more leeway 
with that because I feel like in the past mm. that's how kind of things were like the dad's like hey find a husband so I don't you know so you're not my responsibility anymore yeah I think for me regardless of gender okay I, but I that also that, that partner right independent from their family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. yeah and again like I said you don't I mean nobody has to be financially independent like I said because just of the way the world is I mean but there's other things that like require yeah. independence that I value. Yeah, um, being a you know yeah. an adult on your own, just a human, yeah. responsible. Yeah. Um, have a can we talk about can we talk about sex? Sure. What do you want to talk about? When when is certain sexy stuff a deal breaker? Mm. Do you have any sexy deal breakers? <laughs> I know. I'm trying not to. I'm just trying to have like. I'm trying to like have a more uh-huh. open mind. Not, not that I need you for my own sexual life, but like, yeah. like this. The if I have a daughter, like mm. I, I don't want to shelter her. I want her to be able to express herself sexually. Yeah. Right. She only wouldn't be able to because society says she shouldn't. Right. Well said, Nick. Right. So I'm well practicing done. that stuff. So in the that bedroom. Was... Thanks. I know. I'm trying. Ooh, well done. <laughs> thanks. Uh, in the bedroom, no, I don't really have any like red flags. I guess like at first. Uh, I don't know. I don't think a, a crazy <laughs> sexual girl is gonna be like a red flag for me. I'll be like, sure, yeah. I'll, I'll, like I'm open now to try stuff. Like if, yeah, if they yeah, want to yeah. go crazy at first, sure, yeah. why not? That makes sense. Maybe don't okay. go inside me. Oh, like okay. more than a fingernail, you know? Yeah, that makes okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, at first, we can talk about it, but if you just scare me, it's gonna be <laughs> be scared with more than a fingernail. <laughs> Um, I think this is obvious, but for me, um, this and this has happened in, in previous relationships too, and I want to administer a trigger warning of uh, if at any time sex becomes non-consensual, I would not continue any sort of relationship, even if it is a long-term relationship. Um, that is something I really, really value, and it's something I wanted to mention earlier too, of like if anybody ever was violent with me or put their hands on me in any way. And it doesn't make, I don't want to say that to diminish anybody who's experiencing or managing a domestic violence situation, because I know those are extremely difficult to get out of, extremely difficult to acknowledge. It's something I, I I can't necessarily understand or empathize with, but I can say that that is very important to me and on my, my forefront, especially when I am dating or I'm, I'm around, um, cisgendered men because, that violence is very scary and very real. Yeah. And if any time like that sex becomes non-consensual, that I will terminate the relationship and absolutely say never again. Yeah, no, I, but I totally agree I, with you. Yeah, but I understand that's, that's a pretty good not red everybody's, flag. Yeah, that's not everybody's power. Um, to no, definitely to not, especially that. when you're yeah. when you're deep in a relationship or if you're married, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you really do yeah. get stuck. Um, and if there's any family yeah. listening right now, tune out for just a second so you don't listen yeah. to to this stuff um so for i'm asking you so for kayla and i there was i obviously have a little bit higher of a sex drive than her mm-hmm. and due to her um medical history her yeah. sex drive is actually it's diminished. you mean her tbi yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so at what point then mm. as my wife is it her responsibility to sexually please me even though she's not in the mood oh let me take a breath and because yeah, I yeah, had yeah. an I it's had not, an immediate yeah. response. Yeah. No, this is consensual. This is talked about. Okay. Unfortunately, it has to be phrased like that because there's. It's Do just you... it's it's plain as day. It's factual. It's not anything sexist or anything. It's just if I want to have sex, I'm married now because I chose you for mm-hmm. life. 
we're going to have to talk about this. Like, mm -hmm. I would love it if you initiated it sometimes, but I understand it's not on your mind, but it's mm. always on my mind. Mm. And this is kind of one of those times where I speak for a lot of males and I've done it more than once in different settings. Yeah. That sex, men can have sex probably twice a day, every day, right? And mm. women, their bodies can't. And that's like some of them, you know, you don't want to like the fuck, you don't want to cause pain. I'm not, I'm just talking about your, it's got to be always consensual. It is like yes. my wife so, says, yes, let's have sex. Mm -hmm. But she's doing it purely because I want to, mm. not because she wants to. Do you know what I mean? I do, but that, what you're saying, like there are certain consent definitions that that means that there's not consent if there's like coercion or like persuading, but I don't right. hear you. I'm hoping that that's not what you're saying. And I don't think that's what you're intending no, to and, say. No, and if, if there is anything like that, it's always uh -huh. we handle it in counseling. Like, hey, Perfect. how do we go about yeah, yeah, this? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm just asking I, you, like I'm yeah. not asking you if this is unhealthy. I know it is healthy because I've talked about okay. it with the professional, multiple Great. professionals, mine, mm -hmm. Kayla's. And ours. Uh -huh. I'm asking you in what in regards to what you just said. Mm. Let's say just picture yeah. yourself in ten years. Your sex drive is depleted. You don't want to have sex. You popped doesn't out a couple sound of like kids. Me. No, it doesn't sound like you, which is why I'm trying to get you to think about <laughs> I know. it. But your husband is still like he wants to bang or you wife. every night. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, husband or wife. They want to bang every night. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you stand then? I are well, you on your same thing? Or are you going to be like, oh, that's a red flag. I'm done because I don't want to. Nope, I don't think it's a red flag in that sense. I wouldn't say, no, I'm done in that sense. It's I way different than what you were just talking about. I, I'm aware of that. I'm just kidding. Yes. I would have, I think, conversations with my partner about masturbation mm -hmm. and like the like uh, healthy sort of up, like, because I think masturbating, especially in relationships, and this is something I wanted to talk about as our something, but I don't want to say it uh -huh. because I don't want to spoil what we wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I think like masturbation in relationships is a whole topic of discussion in itself. Yeah. Um, but that's something that I have done in previous relationships because I have often been the partner that has the higher sex mm -hmm. drive um, and has said, hey, I am horny. Would you like to have sex? Or if not, that's totally okay. But just know I'm going to masturbate. So see you later. Yeah, no. And, and that's, I think a good point there is... Uh your sex drive isn't someone else's responsibility. Yes. Right. Yes. So yes. again, though, the act, there's no one else. If we're in this monogamous relationship, there's no one else. Right. There's nowhere else for me to go. And you don't feel like masturbation is a like pleasurable enough option. Well, it's definitely not the same. Right. 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 But it does happen. And we've talked about it in previous mm. episodes. It's a chore. Right. So I could masturbate mm. in the AM and be ready to like be more horny than I was in the PM. And it's like, do I, I jack that. off again? It's like, I don't want to jack off twice in one day. Why not? Like, uh, sometimes it hurts. Okay. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> that because is I, not what I expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's honestly why. Sometimes for me, because I don't <laughs> use lotion a whole lot okay. to jack off. So that's why sometimes. TMI? Mm -hmm. Maybe? No, I don't think so. No, not at why, all. We should have a conversation about um, lube for you if you off air. Yeah, you no, that's need good. Need some yeah. suggestions? Okay. Moving forward. It's not that I don't, um, I, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. And I'm like on my own. I don't know. <laughs> and it's also messy. It's like, oh my god, the cleanup is terrible after that. It's just But like I said, it probably it would probably feel better, but yeah, it's a chore it's for a me. Chore. It's a, a clock in, clock out. <sighs> That's crazy. It's not crazy. I'm sorry, Nick. I'm just I am It's okay. You shamed me twice this. in the last thirty seconds. I apologize. Just, I know sorry, that wasn't it's a safe space. 
Do you forgive me? That was not yeah. my intent. I yeah, apologize. I no, it's okay. I, I want you. Nice. I want you to say stuff like that. Quick. That wasn't it. nice of me to say. No, I don't want you to be politically correct all the time. I don't feel insulted by what you just said. Okay. I think it's Good. funny. Um, oh, geez. We're breaking no. down barriers. We are. Should we move on? Should we keep going? What do you think? I don't even know what we're fucking talking about at this point. <laughs> so so I feel like I had the... a little bit more to offer, though, okay. for this topic. So, oh, I did. Oh, long-term deal breakers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. So, personally, my long-term deal breakers, we're probably also not going to like this. Oh, geez. But... <laughs> I think I had three. Okay. I hate it when you make that noise. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> one was one was just finances. So Kayla changed the way she thought of relationship throughout our relationship. At first, she said, I will not be a stay-at-home mom or wife. Um, we will have our finances split. I don't want to be responsible for yours or ours. Everything will be even, blah, blah, blah. Right? Mm. We've obviously known it can't always be even. We've learned through other people who've been in marriages or counseling stuff if you do split finances some people consider that preparing for divorce so anyways things change so my breaking point or my wait what, what did i call it deal what, breaker what, deal, fuck. <laughs> oh my god my deal breakers for marriage it was more so like hey i'm considering marrying you uh, okay. we've already talked about it here's what i'm looking for as a wife and please let me know if you're looking for something for as a husband like your specific criteria because let's not waste each other's time like it got Mm. to that point in our relationship like i'm ready to move on are you yes cool here are my conditions right like if you can meet them cool if not like i don't want you to change yourself because then you're going to be unhappy Hmm. but if i don't tell you this before i'm going to be unhappy right so they're they're real conversations so one of them was i want one meal a day cooked for me five days a week okay okay so just five meals a week it can be you can cook a whole pot of spaghetti that'll last me the whole week that counts um, so I think in the different episodes, we could dive into all this. Like I why? That. No, I, I know you would. So no, much. I know you would. Um, but I respect you and I respect yeah. your marriage. So. Thank you. Because yeah. it's different for every, every Absolutely. Marriage. Yes, yeah. it is. And I, I want to honor that for yeah. sure. And I, I love cooking, but the food and all that stuff, it's not my priority. Like, so then the next point was finances. Let's okay. just talk about them. I want to be on the same page. Okay. Talked about it. Good. Done. Um, huh. and then the third one was guns. Surprisingly. I, re- I truly thought you were going to say food, finances, and fucking because you've said those before. And I was about to literally no, 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 freak no, no, no. out no, on you, No, 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 no. It wasn't going to be that. I don't I don't ever repeat stuff. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So because okay. Kayla was anti-gun, uh-huh. got guns in general. And I was obviously trying to be a cop before I yeah. switched to teaching. So I was obviously, I've been raised with guns, shooting guns since I was a kid. You know, I respect them and appreciate them. And. I want, I want them, like, as I, you know, for target practice, hunting, you name it, right? But she was, like, against guns, so, yeah. babe, if you don't let me have a gun in the house, we are, our marriage isn't going to work. Because I, that's something, I've been waiting till I turned 18 to get a gun, but now I'm broke. I'm not going to, yeah. but, like, you know, it's been a thing, like, so, anyways, we got everything worked out, but compromises, right? Okay, Nick, you can have one gun in the house. Okay, cool, but, like, I want a lot of guns, but you can keep them in a storage unit locked in a safe. Okay, deal. It's. I'm glad to know, Nick. We could never be married. No, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> no. I don't think I'm compatible with many people. No, I think I think you are wonderful and delightful, but I think compatibility is tough. Yeah. No. I. It's, yeah. No. I'm surprised it worked out between Kayla and I. 
but hey, no, we, uh, never, we, we never yeah. mistake trauma for compati- or shared trauma for compatibility, right? Yeah, right? yeah. And I wow, think- we, we learned that last episode, right? Yes, yes. Um, and I think that we didn't get around to answering that question of like, is your deal breakers or your red flags rooted in your own trauma and other people's trauma? Um, I think the answer is yes, but I think we yeah. came to this really, I think we came to this really cool middle ground of like red flags and deal breakers seem to be rooted in values and alignment yeah. of values. Um, yeah. and, I and don't that, be I wasn't ashamed expecting what that. yours are, right? Yes. Like literally the most important things to me talking about money. So we're on the same page. Yeah. Yep. I just want to be fed five days a week just to know I have yes. food in my belly, which is probably from not feeling yes. super safe as a child, right? Right. And then, again, not feeling safe, I want a gun in the yeah. house, right? Yes. If you want to talk about roots, but yeah. I guess to close out this topic, if you don't have anything else to say, like, they can be anything you want. Please yes. talk to your partners and create yes. a life that you want. And if they're not on board with it, mm. you know, we're not, like, not don't actually, like, you know, fuck them, but, like, you know, <laughs> it's okay. Just move on. No harm, yeah. no foul. Like, yeah. And I think ending relationships softly is something that we've talked about in other, you know, mm-hmm. episodes too. And, um, yeah, There's I no think that's shame a really... in, in knowing what you yeah. want in this life. Yeah. You know, as long as it's not harming other people, which I think we've talked about. Absolutely. Like as my, long as you're stuff, not harming, yes, causing harm to others. The stuff I might have said was like a little misogynistic, but <laughs> there's a lot of give and take in my relationship. And everybody yes. who knows me knows I'm not, I'm not Absolutely. that guy, but there is no. some things that I do value. I agree. I don't think you're that guy either. And like oh, I said, cheers. I respect you and respect your marriage. Um, but I wanted to say, what, Wait. what else? <laughs> Hold on. You just said, I respect you and I respect your marriage, but. I meant it, I meant it to <laughs> no, be period, period, <laughs> but comma. That wasn't what I meant However, to say. you're a fucking asshole and a piece However... of shit. And this podcast is over. Remember when we knew each other for the first like few years and we weren't really friends? We oh, you really hated talk. me, and I hated I you too. You were like yeah. so fucking pretentious and stuck mm-hmm. up. I couldn't get anything. Like literally, if I tried to have that conversation with you that I just had now, you would have like, uh-huh. walked away or or screamed at me. I was like, okay, well, oh, yeah. right over her head. And you were a women hating misogynist who I was, didn't no. want to have conversations about feelings or emotions. There was absolutely no compromise. <laughs> Think, I mean, look at look at us now. Yeah, no, this it's is crazy. Fun. <laughs> this is genuine guys it, i know we yeah moving on moving on uh so our surprise topic celebrate versus cope which like i said mm. before i have absolutely no clue where you're gonna go with this so. yes so the question is this is the surprise topic should you or should you not cope the same way you celebrate oh okay that's easier than i than i thought um <laughs> <laughs> well Another something, you know, my dad said, uh, rubbing alcohol on outside wounds, drinking alcohol on inside wounds. Mm-hmm. Facts. But should you drink to, to celebrate. cope with inside wounds and should you drink to cope or to celebrate? celebrate like, should you be victories. doing the same activities for coping and celebrating? I mean, I have, right? <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> I've had a drink on a stressful day I, and I've had a drink I, to celebrate. <laughs> For those that can't see Nick right now, he's sweating. He's <laughs> rubbing his face. He's, un- he's shaking in his chair. He's uneasy. Uh, trying to think about how I celebrate. Yeah, I do. I celebrate and I cope the same way. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. Like the exact. I do it the exact same way. I do it the exact bring, same way too. I bring all my friends together. We get fucked up. If they don't want to drink with me, we're not friends anymore. Just kidding. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I isolate. Um, mm-hmm. I go see a movie. Oof. I go out to eat on my own. All this is yeah. on my own. Yeah. Get a massage. 
Okay. So I do that for like emotional care. Um, yeah. So I would say coping, right? That's a mm-hmm. kind of coping. If I've had a really gnarly day, I might have to do a little bit more emotional care. Yeah. Or cope. And then, yeah, to celebrate, same thing. I reward myself with movie, food, mm. massage. Yeah. Something interesting. I promise I didn't plan this. This is just going to my head. <laughs> I, I promise this I didn't is such plan the, this. This is such a smoothest episode we've ever had that wasn't planned. It truly was not planned. But something really special that my therapist said to me the other day was that our amygdala, which is the part of our brain that regulates emotion, doesn't have a sense of reality or logic. And so our amygdala doesn't know like this feel, this is like a celebratory situation or this is like a sad situation. They, they feel the emotion and then whatever we probably do, like, what is the, like when you're, um, I want to say the word like patternistic, that's not a word. Oh, what you're talking about. Whatever strategies our brain uses to feed our amygdala or to like mm-hmm. manage that emotion, it probably does the, it takes the same road. It goes down the same pattern. Gotcha. To pathway. calm itself down. Yes. Pathway. To there calm are only down. two pathways in your body and they're the fight or flight and then the <laughs> relax. Serious. So, no, you're right. They yeah. Like the exact if, same path. so how do, would your amygdala know that you're celebrating or coping? Yeah. If no, you are I, easing the emotions in your brain the same way. And if your body's releasing the same chemicals in both situations, yeah. like it has no sense to make your body feel better. That's crazy. So I also heard through my counseling that the the unconscious is amoral. So whoa, when, yeah. say that again. Ugh. I learned in counseling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, the uh, the unconscious is amoral. That's so good. So it basically doesn't see life or death. It's powerful. So you're right. It's the it's, it's cut crazy. off from reality. That's cool. It's crazy. That was a great show. <laughs> great show. You're done? I'm done. Okay. I'm still sweating from the drinking comment. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you have anything else to add? No, I just uh, That was really funny. Um, no, I love you, Nick. I love you, too. Follow us at Trauma Drama Podcast on Instagram and TikTok to see show updates, video highlights, and much more. And DM us for topic suggestions, corrections, worries, concerns, love, and hate. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We upload episodes every Monday and Friday. Tune in for more.